Cole set at the belt. The pitch. Off speed. Strike three. Swinging. He gets Ellis for his 11th punch out of the game. And that's it for the Padres here in the seventh. Leadoff single. Who cares? We go to the seventh inning stretch. No score with the Padres and Astros. This is another Astros podcast. Fisher the leadoff second. The winning run. 3-2 again. And Bregman pops it up on the infield. Four infielders converging. Who wants it? Hosmer! It drops behind him! Fisher scores! And the Astros win! One to nothing in the bottom of the tenth! It was a high pop-up on the infield. Out in front of home plate. Hosmer was the closest to it. He overran it. And it dropped behind him! How do you like that? I don't know that I've ever seen a game end like that on an infield pop-up that couldn't have been more than 20 feet in front of the plate. That goes as a walk-off single for Alex Bregman. And the Astros improve to 7-2 and two on the year. You know, if you, if you watch enough games, I guess you see everything. They tell you that. But uh, I'd never really seen that before. That wasn't very predictable. Uh, except you could tell that the, at the end he, they, that uh, they were having a hard time sort of getting to the ball. Hosmer was, was racing pretty fast, but um, very unexpected, but we'll take it. As much as you struggled to score runs in here, to, to, get, a, to get a break like this against this team pitching very well, what kind of a... Yeah, their, their game plan has been, has been strong. I mean, they've been able to execute a lot of pitches, and, and they're giving us different looks, and... Um, they haven't they haven't thrown too many hittable pitches that were missing. We had a couple balls hit hard. George's ball down the line a couple times would just barely foul. Uh, one ground ball, one line drive that would have ended the game. Uh, Marisnik's ball to center. I mean, there's there were a few few well hit balls today. We drew what six or seven walks. Um, they had to pitch around, but um, clearly offensively we haven't we haven't been able to capitalize on our opportunities. But um, again, we go into tomorrow trying to win the series. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, combining them both, I mean, they, they were pretty mirror images of each other. I mean, they um, he was so good, you know, and so dominant and very under control. I love the way that he, um, the way he, he thinks his way through the game and then also executes a game plan that he wants. If he doesn't like a pitch, he stepped off a couple times. Um, he's just a very, very impressive uh, high-end starting pitcher, and that that, that makes us obviously feel good whenever he he gets the ball. We feel we feel completely in control of the game. Yeah, no, his fastball is really good. You know, I think I think the four seamer that he's been able to carry. Um, if, you know, if if once he once he establishes both, and they've got to pick between fastball and breaking ball. Um, you know, the 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 ball gets on you a little bit. So I think his uh, his swings and misses are coming from from you know close to perfect execution uh, above the barrel where he needs to where he needs to live and then obviously the the, uh, the chase breaking balls that he's throwing is because he's in the strike zone so much so that's it's a tough balance for the for the hitter to have to deal with when he you expect Garrett to throw strikes he does throw strikes and then he gets you to chase when when he wants you to yeah, I mean, I was going to challenge it either way because it looked like even from the dugout, our angle seemed to be even better than the umpire's angle. But, um, you know, then I saw in the replay that he came off the base as he popped up and, and whether the glove was on him or not. But um, at that time of the game, obviously, the, the challenge is probably going to get taken. The, the thing that makes you nervous about that is, is there a real angle that's going to make it 
overturned. I mean, that's we felt like Fisher felt felt like he was safe. We felt like he was safe. Video felt like he was safe. Uh, but but you never know once you go to video. Two two delivery. Popped up the changeup behind home. McCann sheds his mask, sprints over by the camera well, reaches into the camera well, flips over and unable to come up with the baseball just out of his reach. McCann flipped over that low wall over on the camera well toward the home plate side of the Astros dugout. Fortunately, appears to be okay. No, I mean, that's, um, you know, I love the effort, obviously. I don't think it was that catchable. I think that's the challenge, you know. It was a... Um, he got a lot of energy and, and, and obviously came up big and got the, got the leadoff single in the next inning. But um, always will applaud effort, certainly out of a veteran like him. But um, obviously, I didn't think it was catchable. And then he ends up in the – you know, at the, he's right close to where that camera well is a good thing that it's that and not the elevator that's right behind it because that goes down pretty far. I'm not sure what he was gonna, where he was going to hit or what if he was, was going to go through the floor. Feel pretty good about them. McCann reaches, Fisher steals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's been a that's been a pretty uh, pretty good combo for us. So um, I'd rather win the game a little bit earlier, maybe capitalize on some of those uh, opportunities. But um, you know, there's some comfort when Bregman's on, up to bat and Fisher's on second. That's a good little combo. 95 on that fastball from Devo, hardest one he's thrown tonight. So a few of those in Arlington in his first appearance of the year, and you're thinking. There's Davinsky. The diva we saw the last couple of years. 2-2 two, two again. Swing and a miss. Got him on the changeup. 1-2-3 inning for Devo, who has retired all four of his face, striking out two. Astros, a 1-0 win in 10 innings over the San Diego Padres. Joined now by our player of the game, reliever Chris Davinsky, who gets the win with an inning and a third of shutout relief, striking out two. And Devo, have you ever seen a baseball game and the way tonight's game did on the infield pop-up that wasn't caught? No, that was definitely a first. What a, what a nutty way to win, but I'm glad uh, the boys pulled it off. That's how you beat a shift, Devo. Yeah, you, whatever it takes <laughs> you to get You get an infielder done. to run as hard as he can, you hit it over his head. <laughs> yeah. little grenade shot. Ten, ten feet, yeah. Yeah, how's your arm feeling, man? We're talking about your velocity right now. It looks really good. Yeah, my arm feels good. You know, I've been taking care of it, uh, you know, doing a lot of good exercises to, to make sure it's healthy and you know, be ready to pitch uh, whenever I'm called upon. And, I mean, you come into a tight situation. No runs have been scored by either team when you, when you come into the ball game. But, I mean, this is old hat for you. I mean, you, you're used to these high-leverage situations. Not that it ever gets easy, but it's something you're used to. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, as I get older, you know, and, and learn myself more that, you know, it's just all about trusting it and uh, being on the same page with Mac and, uh, you know, trusting the defense, which is great behind us. And, you know, just go out there and uh, make pitches. Hey, Devo, a little cooler in the building tonight than it usually ever is. 62 degrees at game time inside with the roof closed. Uh, how did that feel, and are you ready for Minneapolis? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you know, double socks, double boxers probably. Uh, I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad image, bro. Uh, a, couple, a, couple, a couple beanies, you know, I'll be, be ready to go, man. Uh, Long John's. Yeah, there we go. All right, before we let you go, Devo, you know we would need to hear from you. Uh, go Strohs. Welcome back. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Padres. Astros with a one nothing win in 10 innings last night, Jeff. And uh, the game ended in uh, one of the strangest ways a baseball game can end. An infield pop-up was only 20 feet from home plate off the bat of Alex Bregman. Wasn't caught. Hey, can you ever remember seeing a game that ended quite that way? I haven't seen it. I've seen walk-off based on balls and walk-off bunts, but not a walk-off pop-up, infield pop-up. I got to tell you, that went up really high. It's a tough ball to catch. I mean, we make it 
we think it's so easy from up here, but yeah. that, that's a tough one. And the first baseman had to go a long way to get that ball and obviously overran it. But, you know, I'm just glad we came away with the victory last night because the bats uh, have been cold these last couple days. Well, Garrett Cole hasn't been cold. 22 punch-outs in his first two starts. What a way to start his Astros career. Couldn't ask for a better debut for him, these first two starts on the road and then at home last night. And he's really, uh, we knew he had this in him. I mean, everybody knew it. He's been the ace over at Pittsburgh for years. But uh, he's really got a chance to be something special. And we've got him for the next two years. And I'm so glad he's part of our rotation. Hey, Jeff, was one of the first things you wanted to talk to him about and see if he was interested in throwing more four seamers than two seamers? Well, we talked to him a little bit about what we saw last year and his repertoire and what we thought was appropriate for what type of hitters. And he soaked up the information. The first meeting he had with us, he was asking questions. He was telling us what he had been doing in the past and really liked the the game plan that uh, that they came up with collectively with the pitching coaches. So, you know, he's he's an information seeker, as is Justin, as is Dallas, all the guys on our on our staff are. And that helps us because we've got plenty of information that we provide them. Yeah. Yuli Gurriel on the disabled or coming uh, or still on the disabled list coming off the suspension dealing with the the um, the injury and two rehab games played for Corpus Christi so far had the day off yesterday can come off the DL on Friday is, is the hope now that that that's that's when he'll be able to return. I do think so he had uh, he felt good after the last two days yesterday he worked out but he didn't play in the game. Uh, he'll be back in games in a couple of days and, and play back-to-back again and then come over here probably Tuesday, Wednesday and wait for us to return. But uh, certainly looks healthy. Uh, there's a, we have a huge Cuban contingent in AA right yeah, now. Yeah. So he took them all out to dinner, and Ozzo Campo, who's our translator this year, sent me a picture. Uh, and I, I made sure that uh, Yuli picked up the, uh, the tab on that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, so off the, the World Series ring, too. I want to ask you about Colin McHugh, who's making the transition to a relief pitcher, and that's not easy. I, I've done it, and it's really hard. It's a different animal. Brad Peacock made it look easy, so some people might suggest, well, what's the big deal? But it, it's hard, but, but he looks good so far. He does, and we've had several pitchers that have grown up as starters, whether it's Davinsky or Peacock and, and McHugh now, that at some point are asked to go on the bullpen. And, you know, McHugh's obviously been a starter in the big leagues for four years and, and has a lot of experience. But right now, I mean, we need him in the bullpen, and he's going to be asked to come in, in not just to, to sort of clean up messes, but also to give us quality innings and games that we can win. And, you know, he's proving the ability to do that. So his stuff looks good, and, you know, I'm just glad that we have that weapon in the bullpen. You know, when you think about starters going to the pen, and you mentioned Brad Peacock, also Chris Davinsky. Davinsky, one of the third innings yesterday of relief to get the win. Peacock on Wednesday, uh, three scoreless innings to finish off that game against Baltimore to, to get the win for the Astros. It seems like that's kind of the, the evolution of bullpens now is every team's looking for that multi-inning guy. We saw Jordan Lyles do it the other day, pitch very well for the Padres in that similar role. It is really important and more so now than ever before. But I think AJ's doing a masterful job of picking pockets for these pitchers. And he's not worrying about who pitches the seventh, the eighth, or the ninth, or who's going to get the save. He's looking at the matchups and saying, this pitcher matches up best against these hitters, and I'm going to keep him in there until the, you know there's a better matchup for somebody else. And you know, last night he did the right thing in bringing Davinsky in to face Spangenberg because that's the right matchup for us. And obviously one pitch we got out of the inning, and who knows what would have happened if we hadn't made that pitching change. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, once again joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno. Minor league seasons uh, getting underway on Thursday for the the full season leagues, and so uh, that schedule is happening now. And uh, it can be tough early in 
in the minor league season and some of these locales with, with the weather. How much does weather affect your decisions early in season in terms of where you place guys and, and, and how you handle uh, player movement? Well, unfortunately, all of our clubs are facing weather challenges right now. But the only time we'll really make a decision on weather is if we have a young Latin player who's never been in cold weather regions and we try and keep them out of the Midwest for maybe a month or so and keep them down in Florida. But other than that, you know, you got to take your chances. Our Corpus team has been playing in cold weather. Fresno's in cold weather. And obviously, Quad City's already had a game uh, canceled due to wet weather. When you talk about maybe some guys who haven't been exposed to it before, is it also sometimes a situation where you say, well, he hasn't been exposed to this sort of weather. We want to put him out there just so at least he can get used to it because there are going to be games like that in the big leagues. There are, but when you're you know 19 years old and you've come from Dominican and been in Florida and then you're in Quad Cities and it's snowing on opening day, that happened yeah. to a pitcher for me a couple years ago. It's, uh, it's quite a shock, and we just want to make sure the kids are healthy and get used to it, and there's still plenty of spots of bad weather the rest of the year, so try and avoid it as much as possible. A little bit more with that weather. Are there pitch limitations uh, for some of the pitchers, like maybe not having some of the guys that you've really invested in to, to go too far? Yeah, we do. We do look at that. Regardless of weather, we look at making sure they ramp up appropriately. You know, we want guys to build up enough bulk this year so that next year, you know, they'll be ready to get go even further. But uh, early in the season, we do limit them. I want to ask you about a uh, catcher you have down at Corpus Christi, Lorenzo Quintana. Got his first action for the hooks yesterday. Signed him uh, back in November uh, out of Cuba. Uh, 29 years old, seven years in the in the Cuban League. So not your average double-A prospects. I'd imagine he's a guy that you're hoping maybe can move quickly. We have high hopes for him. He he's, has a good track record in Cuba. Charlie Gonzalez, our scout, uh, really pushed hard to sign him. I think, you know, because of his age, he didn't command a high bonus, and we were able to finally get something done. But um, we think this guy has a chance to, to be a major league catcher, and he's got the experience. He's got a good arm, good defensive skills, and he can hit a little bit with power. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch him, and we certainly need more catching depth with several of our guys, you know, going to be free agents in the next few years. Jeff, we got excited just to see the speed of Miles Straw during spring training. Already five stolen bases with Corpus Christi. He has to be intriguing you guys as a piece on a roster. He is, and you know, AJ mentioned it to him during the spring that we did talk about bringing him up just to steal bases in September and October last year. So he knows his carrying tool is going to be his speed and yeah. his defense. So he's going to he's going to be aggressive this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he steals 40, 50 bases in the minors this year and puts himself in a position where if we do need that speedster in October, he's he's top of the list. You know, you talk about a guy like Miles Straw who could potentially be a weapon when rosters expand and maybe even in October with his speed. Do you think more along those lines now because of the, the success that the Astros have had and the hope that they'll play deep in October. Maybe you look at certain guys a little differently, like even like pitchers think, hey, this might be a guy, he's a starter now, but maybe he's a guy who can help us in a, in a relief role in September and things of that nature. I'd say if we're in July and we have a 10-game lead, that's when I start thinking about yeah. that stuff. So last year we had a pretty good uh, feeling that we were going to get to October, and so we started to, to toy around with ideas like that. But for now, it's all focused on just winning games we're off to a great start we got to win every game we can now put them in the bank because we know we're going to have some slumps coming up this summer last thing jeff uh, you've tinkered in the past experimented with some of the things in the minor league to see if you might want to use them at the major league level the piggyback system things like that anything going on in the minor leagues this year we're still doing a lot of of tinkering if you will using the technology to try and help our hitters and our pitchers develop better repertoires 
Uh, we're really simulating a lot of what we do in the big leagues now in the minor leagues. Even though you don't have all the information, we're starting to get 50% of it. So we can do advanced scouting reports. We can do aggressive shifts. Yeah, defensive positioning, infield, outfield. So a lot of that, we want guys to be ready when they come up here and not be overwhelmed by all the information. So it's going pretty well. We've got some great coaches. Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.